Hi, this is Daniela Wolf with Bestie Life, the podcast, and this is your community to support you through the little and not so little events that make up your day-to-day life. From the I've got this moments to the Ugh, I just can't moments, we are here to empower all women to find and develop the skills they need to find peace, balance, and the bliss in their busy through solo episodes as well as interviews with amazing women who share their journey and their story and how it works for you. I hope you find the inspirations to make you laugh, think, as well as maybe rethink what you thought you knew and connect as we realize that we are all living similar ups and downs and don't have to do it alone. So excited for you to hear this episode and thanks so much for joining me today. Hi, this is Daniela with Bestie Life, the podcast. And today I am so excited for you to meet Isabel Fortin. She is a standout mindset facilitator, entrepreneur, and public speaker. Her journey is marked by determination and creativity. And through Izzy Fortin coaching, she uses her experiences and insights to really help others grow professionally and personally, and just really reconnect to your purpose so that you can feel fulfilled again. So thank you so much, Isabel, for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Daniela. Appreciate it. Yeah. And I know that was the briefest of briefest kind of overviews of who you are and what you do. So I would love to hear more about your journey and what brought you to where we are today. (laughs) Oh, my journey is uh, very, very eclectic. Very much so. I, uh, as far as jobs are concerned, my first job ever is I joined the military. Oh, wow. Yeah, I served 10 years in the Canadian Air Force and uh, a little bit short of a, of a decade. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's kind of what formed me uh, professionally. And right. then I, it, it was just, I love the sense of duty and the sense of purpose and the sense of service that the military was providing, but I actually didn't like the, the job, like the, the day-to-day job that I was doing. And so it was a long and really rocky road to becoming a mindset coach. I, I, I'm also a massage therapist and I've been doing that for 23 years now. And uh, I was a sales rep and a customer service rep and uh, I worked retail and I worked in restaurants. And I mean, it took me a long time before finding what my purpose was, which is, I guess, one of the reasons why I'm good at what I do now is because I know what it feels to be lost. I know what it feels to be looking for yourself and and uh, looking for fulfillment and purpose and and joy in your day everyday life. So yeah, it was um it was an interesting ride. Yeah, definitely. And I think we don't always allow ourselves for some of those pivots. I think you know we think at 18, 19 years old when we're graduating from school, like we're supposed to just know who we are, what we're meant to do, what we like to do. We see so many things. I have students I've worked with. They see like CSI on television, so they think they want to do that not realizing you know there's no background music it's not as cool as it looks on tv and until we take 30 minutes to to solve us yeah exactly and until we really get into putting our ourselves out there and trying different things the way you did can we really figure out who we are what we like to do and what we're meant to be doing how we're supposed to be connecting with others sharing our gifts with others so i'm you know i love the fact that you took 
that kind of that leap, because since so many people aren't willing to do that to pivot and say, you know what, this isn't for me, I'm going to keep trying different stuff until I figure it out. Yeah. And it's so funny, because a friend of mine, we've been friends for 20, almost 26 years now. And recently, he told me, he said, remember the decade where you change jobs every like six months? And <laughs> I had to laugh because that's exactly what it was. Like every time I'd see him, I had found, found the, you know, a new job or something, but I find that there's so much, I don't know. I like, I don't have children. So I'm, I hope, I hope to goodness gracious that it has changed. Mm -hmm. But when I was a teenager, you'd, you, you'd go see the school counselor and, you know, you'd, you'd fill out psychometrics uh, tests and then you came out of there and, you know, they said, oh, you, okay, you, so you should do that for the rest of your life. And I thought that's, there was so much pressure to know at 17 what I was supposed to do for the rest of my life. Yeah. When actually the most interesting people I've met in my life didn't know at 40 what they were going to do when they grew up. No, at 50, and, I'm still pivoting. <laughs> exactly. And it is about the pivot. And it is about allowing yourself to, because the road you take to get there, none of the job, the jobs that, that I did were mistakes. Because no. at the beginning for four, you know, four, six, seven years, I, I found out what I didn't want. Mm -hmm. And then slowly but surely it, it, it designed what it is that I actually wanted. And that's it. You have to start by wanting to know what you don't want. You have to allow yourself and mm -hmm. give yourself permission to leave a crappy job that doesn't suit you mm -hmm. just because, you know, it, it pays the bill. I mean, it's the job that you like and the job that you're good at and the job that you're passionate about is going to pay bigger bills Absolutely. you know is going to be and and allow you to have a better life so yeah but you 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 can't be scared and if you're scared you have to do it scared no right. I love everything you just said because I do say that to my students all the time because you ask them what do you like they're like I don't know because it's so broad but figuring out what you don't like is huge when it comes to narrowing those things down and like you said to give yourself that permission and I just had a, actually a quote today on my website it says you can invest in your job and make a living which is fine but you can invest in yourself and make a fortune which is you know even nicer you know and that that personal growth over time because you become who you are because of those other experiences it's not like you need to leave those pieces behind those are framing who you're becoming, which is why I like to call it a pivot rather than a change, because you're you're still bringing those parts with you. Yeah, that's very true, and it's very important to give yourself that permission, mm -hmm. because it's a journey. Life isn't is not about the destination; it's about the process. Right. I mean, to achieve something huge, you know, like running your first marathon or Ironman, if you're a little bit cuckoo in the head and, and you, you like you train and you, you know, get up and you go walk, you know, go run in the rain and run and, 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 and swimming cold water and like you do it all. And if you don't enjoy the process at the end of the first marathon or the first Ironman, you're going to go, what, that's it. I'm done. And you've done all of it. So you need to find something in the journey that you're actually, that you like, or that you you can at least tolerate because if not you get to the end of that and you go what do you mean it's over it's mm -hmm. over <laughs> 
yeah. and it's over because that's what life is mm-hmm. yeah so. so how do you help then you know someone even if they've been kind of stuck in a place for a long time they're not happy with it but it provides still that comfort and security of what they know how do you help them overcome that fear that obstacle of being able to take those leaps to step outside of their comfort zone that's an excellent question i help people by asking a lot of questions Mm -hmm. because mindset is literally trying to read the label from inside the bottle that's what mindset is i love that knowing being self-aware that's exactly what it is it's being able to read the label from inside the bottle. And actually, there's a Harvard University study that says that between 80 and 92% of the people think that they're very, very self aware. Mm-hmm. And in reality, between five and 12% actually are. Wow. And And it's really, really easy to explain. It's because the way you live your life and what you believe and the the way that you see life as it is, is 100% normal to you. Mm -hmm. But in reality, you don't see life as it is. You see life as you are. So if you're stuck in your limiting beliefs, if you're stuck in your fears, if you're If you sometimes don't even know that you are stuck because it's normal, yeah, you know, it it comes from your family and your community and your culture and, and, you know, some of the beliefs you picked up along the way. I mean, if if you're old enough to, to have a little bit more baggage, so, but it's normal to you. So you don't think that there's another way and perhaps a better way of seeing things until somebody asks you questions because. What we create, the reality that we create is based on all these biases that you have, your limiting beliefs and and your your family's belief and your, your religion and your spirituality and your culture and all of that good stuff. So what that created in your mind creates your future, creates your present and creates your future. And it comes with typical questions that you ask yourself. Well, if you want to step outside the box and learn something about yourself and learn or learn to look at things a different way, you need better questions. Mm-hmm. But there are questions you you'll never think of asking yourself because you're inside that all all of your beliefs and all of your biases. So it is by by asking uh, different questions. Yeah. And when people start working with me during the the first interview, it, one of my first questions is are you willing because it's a willingness. Are you have you made the decision that you are okay being uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. Because you're going to be uncomfortable for a while. Yeah. And if yeah. the answer is no, or if they hesitate, I literally point them to somebody else. Wow. I understand. I understand that people can hesitate. That's okay. They're just not my people. Right. My people are people that are say that are saying, you know what? I can't live the way that I've been living anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'll do whatever it takes. Yeah. And I, I just love that analogy you give. I'm still thinking about that. You know, that mindset is about trying to read the label from inside the bottle. I've never heard it phrased that way before. But when you think about it, you know, you're trying to kind of see something from a perspective that you're 
just in not physically in the position to always see it from. But I think by asking questions, by talking, by communicating, you get things reflected back to you. You get a perspective that can then help you almost like recreate and reframe the label you want on the bottle. Yeah. And I don't know if that's your experience in um, on LinkedIn or in social media, but I see a lot of posts, like especially in the last year, I see a lot of posts saying, you know, looking for like-minded professional or like-minded individuals. And I always go, huh, so what are you going to learn? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My best friend, I met my best friend in May of 1989. And Daniela, the only thing that my best friend and I have in common is that we are best. We have nothing in common. Nothing at all. She's married. I'm not. She has children. I don't. She's she's an employee. I'm not. We have nothing in common. Nothing at all in common other than our friendship, the fact that we love, we truly, truly love one another. But what this friendship brings to me is a different perspective on everything. Mm -hmm. No, I love that. So if I had waited to be friends with a like-minded individual, more than likely I wouldn't be where I am. Is because I have people like her challenging me and saying, oh, that's interesting. I never (laughs) thought of looking, you know, I never looked at it this way. Right. Now that's how you grow. That's how you learn that's how you 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 develop yourself that's what it's all about to me anyway that's all it's that's what it's all about yeah absolutely you know the things like you said you know that you can learn that you can grow from you know you have to be open obviously to have maybe your beliefs challenged in different thoughts from from a place of caring from a place of love you know as well in order to have that constructive conversation but i think the benefits sometimes to that really help you then change and pivot into kind of that next version of yourself as you go through that process. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly that. And yeah. that's what a coach does that more, m- most often a friend can't do mm-hmm. is because a friend is, is biased to the end result. The coach is not, is not biased to the end result. Right. You know, so somebody that comes- like help, help support each other and try and be so nice. <laughs> it, yeah. And thank God for that. I mean, we, do, we knew we need that, you know, but it, it, one of my favorite story with, with my coaching business is a lady that came to see me and and she after 23 years marriage she was contemplating divorce well at the end of the day whether she divorces her husband I've never met or whether she decides to stay with him has nothing to do with my life Mm -hmm. and it will change nothing in my life if she confide confides in a friend that might change something in that in that friend's life you know maybe maybe because the husbands are also friends or the kids are friends and it's going to destroy something in their kind of dynamic or so friends sometimes not always you know some of them are capable of being completely unbiased but most of the time as a friend most of the time I'm not and I know that that my friends aren't either because they do love love me and they do and there's something comfortable for them about the way that I live my life and vice versa so Mm -hmm. you know that's that's what coaching brings that friendship doesn't yeah absolutely that unbiased perspective and reflection to help us see the exact same thing but in a different way and I think that is where a lot of that growth comes from I think that is so powerful in that transformation then that you're able to help people get to in finding who they are because 
you know, until they see it from a different way, they don't know. It's like, it's hard to see the forest through the trees almost kind of thing. You know, you need that, that, that bird's eye view to help you really get the big picture of where you are. Exactly. That's exactly that. Mm-hmm. So as you do these types of things and you see those transformations, obviously you help people kind of get to that place of, of where they're grateful for where they are. They kind of can see that reflection of where they want to be going, all those types of things. And I always love to ask my guests their, their own personal story. You know, you shared your background of your pivots and your journey, but what would you say then are some of the things that you walk away with that you're the most grateful for through all of that? Uh, in my own struggles, it's a very good question. I'm, I'm eternally grateful for the work that I did on myself in order to liberate myself from the biggest pain in my life, which was losing my mom when I was five. Mm-hmm. And that was easy ride not by any stretch of the imagination but now I've worked so much and I've dug so deep inside my own pain that now whenever I do feel sadness in regards to that particular occasion in my life I don't feel sadness for myself I still I feel sadness for her Mm -hmm. because she was robbed of her life at age 36 because she will never meet her grown kids her grandkids so she will never see her children get married um so yeah i'm very grateful that i was able to do the work i'm very grateful that i had the financial means to do the work because i was very very well accompanied by people that i paid a lot of money and for me it was a priority and and but you know i i was never in a position where either i go to the shrink this week or either i eat i was always able to to do it all so i'm very grateful about that that's awesome so where can people find you isabel how can they work with you izzyfortin.com e-i-z-z-y-f-o-r-t-i-n.com and i'm very easy to find on linkedin it's isabel with an l-l-e and not a because it's not isabel Mm-hmm. Uh, Isabel Fortin and that's the best uh, best way to uh, find me is LinkedIn and my own website yep awesome and those links will be live in the show notes below so thank, thank you, you so much, Isabel for joining us today and sharing your perspective on mindset and personal growth and transition I, I love all of it because I think there's so many listeners who are hearing this who have been thinking about it and just to like you said give them that perspective help them see the label from inside the bottle is what's going to help them grow. Well, thank you for having me. Thanks so much again for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please let me know any questions or comments that you have. Also, if you can please leave an Apple five-star review so that this episode can be shared with more women. There's two quotes that I love. Alone we may be strong, but together we are stronger. As well as when women support each other, incredible things happen. So let's be stronger and incredible together as well as maybe just have some fun along the way. Thanks so much and talk to you soon. Bye.